Welcome to another episode of the Bench Time Podcast, presented by HO Scale Customs. Now buckle up, you fine scale freaks. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the Bench Time Podcast, presented by HO Scale Customs. We got lucky number 13, episode 13 today. So, uh, you know, this week we did a lot of crazy stuff on our layout. We ripped... Well, last week we ripped the entire layout off, uh, and then like Monday or Tuesday, I ripped all the track off again. So we have no track, we have no, we have barely anything left on our layout. And then yes, yesterday or Wednesday, what day were you over? Wednesday? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, today's yep. Thursday. So t- Tuesday, you came over and we started to rebuild the layout. So we we have a about a quarter of the layout back, and it looks completely different than it used to. So. Uh, it's yeah, a big, really like it. big change, but we got a lot done. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a lot different. I think there's a lot less uh, diversity as far as elevation. I still had that moment of saying, what the hell do we do? No. You know, I did no. for a moment when I first got, I did when I first got there, man. And you saw it was it, empty completely. Yeah. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, shit. It's a, the whole, I'm sorry. I almost swore. Um, the, uh, the whole thing it was just hey, kiddies, flat. Don't swear. And I'm like, oh, huh? I said, hey, kiddos, don't swear. Yeah, don't do as I do. But, um, yeah, I looked at it and I got in there. I was bringing that, that uh, extruded foam sheeting, uh, insulation sheets in. And um, it was, and by the way, uh, you people out there, you're using uh, extruded foam. I really don't believe there's a difference. We've bought it pink now, and we've bought it green. This last batch was green. I've seen it in blue. I don't think it really matters what color it is. I guess it's whatever the store has. Um, it cuts the same. I love it. It was so great. But, yeah, as I was bringing that in, um, I noticed that uh, it was just flat. And, and, you know, all our mountains and scenery, well, not mountains, but our our hillsides and our our city area where we had it, those rock walls that we had everywhere. Oh. We kind of went crazy on the rock walls, but it was all gone. And I was like, oh, man, it's not there no more. And, <laughs> yeah. But then as soon as we started putting the foam sheeting down and laying out the track plan, putting down some road bed, um, I started doing really good about it. We got some really right. nice radius turns on it. Um, that, um, that look a lot better than what it did originally. Uh, it's it's just going to be conducive to a better model railroad overall. But yeah, yep, that was yep. a fun night. It was a fun night. It was. Yeah, we got it was. Lot done. It, it was good. Yeah, and and I actually in the in the time since you were over, I've actually started a new kit. So on my bench this week, I have um, it's a small kit. It's from one of the manufacturers that you know they they give you a free kit when you order so much like 50 bucks they throw a free kit in so uh we had that free kit sitting around so i i tore into it i'm gonna be working on it here this uh this week it probably only take me a day or two i say that but it'll end up being two weeks or something yeah i am working well what's on my workbench is six Opened water bottles is on my workbench. <laughs> yeah. And what happens is I get a water bottle from the kitchen. I bring it in here and I open it up. And then I 
I, I drink from it and I'm working on my bottle and then I put my water bottle down and, and then I don't finish it. I mean, I'll, I'll get so wrapped up into my model. Then I call it quits for tonight and I leave the bottle. I put the caps on the caps on, but it's half drank. And then the next night I get another one. Well, I realize that I still have, have a, a warm half empty one from the night before and they start building up. And then I have them on the shelf underneath my workbench. I, cause they're in the way. I say, I grab one. I go, Oh, you know what? I'll take that out at the end of the night and I'll put it, you know, I'll, I'll put it in the recycling bin and, and, uh, empty the water out, whatever. And, um, I'll put it on the lower shelf down near my feet. And then I forget they're down there. So down there, I got like four of them up here. I got like three of them. None of them are from tonight. Yeah, so that's, that's on my workbench. Yeah, and that, and, that, and that's how things accumulate on there. Yeah, sometimes I won't, I won't really say much about that because I got junk on my layout all the time. Well, sometimes just so I don't waste the water. If I have a half a bottle, I have my little uh, paint. I have a paintbrush. Uh, it's like a, a stainless steel paintbrush. Uh, cleaner it's like you tip your paintbrush into the water and i got clean one of them it too it's an old coffee pot yeah i know i know i know My, <laughs> I, I went out to the craft store and i bought one because they were it, they, with the with the coop, you were, with a coupon it only cost me half the price you were and, jealous um, of my you were jealous like four dollars were you jealous of my stainless steel coffee pot yeah, I was. I was je- jealous of that. This is so. This has a little this this brush cleaner pot that you get at the craft store has a like this round spring thing. It goes up across. It's like a um, a tubular spring thing that goes across the top of it, and you can hang your brushes in the spring. But okay. What happens is you start put you put them in there. And they don't stay in there, and then they bounce, they fall down while you're working. They're bouncing over your workbench. It thinks a piece of garbage. But, uh, but anyways, the pot works. I just clean my stuff in it. And inside the paintbrush cleaner is, uh, this little insert that goes in it. And it has, uh, like a, a screen, like you would have, like you would have on a, a screen door. And, um, when you, that's underwater. And then when you, run your brush over top of the screen it helps clean the paint out um but it's a big pain in the butt uh but anyways as water sits on my <laughs> in that pot it evaporates so then i take water from these bottles and i pour them in there anyways that's a long that's way longer than it needed to be but yeah. um uh what's on my workbench is still that stinking warehouse i'm working on um it's almost wrapped up. I'm putting a roof on it now. Got some details. I put some pictures up on um, Instagram and Facebook, I believe. I saw but, that. Um, look good. Yeah, it's turned out real nice. But, you know, there were some things about it I wasn't crazy on. Um, the, you know, there was um, just just how some of the some of the windows were fitting. And, um, I, I don't know. It's, it's, there's some, uh, roof supports that are on them that are really rather flimsy and cheap. And I it was not what I expected. Uh, they it just didn't have the support that I thought it would. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter because the roof's going over it. Nobody's going to see it anyways. Yeah. So yeah. really, I don't know why they made it so fancy to begin with, but, um, they're, they're not, they don't hold up well. They're not, they're not very, they're not very well made. 
But other than that, the kit's really nice. And uh, for, you know, for a change, there was nothing missing. And um, cool. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Well, wow. Imagine that. Something not There's missing nothing in missing. the kit. Nothing yeah. yet. Nothing yet. Not yet. I'm not quite done. But no, I checked it all out and all the parts in there. It's a nice looking model. Good so, stuff. But anyhow, I'm working on that, and it's almost done. I thought I'd be further along, but, you know, we've been watching a lot of hockey games. Oh, um, yeah. I also, on my workbench, um, there goes the cat. I have a cat in here with me. and uh, That's all right. Anyways. The cat's um, not part of the show. He's not part of the show, but he, after he that thinks night, he you, is. After that night, you made a big scene kicking him out, and I didn't edit the audio out. He became part of the show. Little son of a bitch got in the closet. <laughs> uh, he was he's digging around in there. I mean, I, he he had to go. I mean, he's making all kinds of noise. Now he's here netting with his claws into my. I have a rubberized floor in my workshop. You can buy those rubber mats, and he's over here like netting into it. Nice. So, whatever. He's gonna destroy this place. But um, damn anyhow, cats. Oh, yeah. So that's it on my workbench. I have uh, two barges that I'm working on as well. Um, I started cool. on those, so I'm doing that. Yeah, I have one of those barge kits still to make. I know. Uh, yeah, that that's that's pending. Uh, yeah, this is I, a Bar it, it Mills a, barge. I think this one was yeah. one. This was the one from Seaport, but it was a, uh, you know, it was a two pack. I did the one, and I put the other one in the bag back again, and I'm I'm waiting to right. do it again. So I got a second one. I just don't want to make it identical to the first one. Yeah. So cool. So. But yeah, that's what's going on my workbench. I mean, yeah, my that's my awesome. model and the, and the water bottles. Yeah, well, um, I I, uh, I know I have these this little kit I'm going to make here, and then when I'm done with that one, I'm going to start another scratch build. Like I think you you had talked about doing a scratch build too in the in the near future. I go. That's my next building. As soon as this is done, I'm going to start on that, and and that's good. That's yeah, that's a good work in right there, man. Um, yeah, we're what gonna you, talk a little bit about that. Today. What are you? Uh, what are you doing for your scratch build? Well, like I said, I went down. We talked about that the other week. Went down to Annapolis, took some photos, and um, I'm planning on now um, taking uh, drawing out the photos onto paper, and um, you know, that's it's easy to scratch build any model off of photos that you see. Um, you know. Uh, doors are all pretty much standard size. Windows, you you can gauge, you know, by looking at the photos, what type of windows you need to need to have or order or getting something close. Um, you know, getting a hold of uh, Tiki. Is it Tiki? Okay, you people out there, help me with this. Send us messages. This is starting to become effective anyways because um, you people are actually listening and sending us messages. Yeah, we're getting messages is it, back. Is it Tiki? Or is it Tyke? I say Tyke. I say Tiki. I've always said that in the past, but now I'm starting to say Tyke because you do. I just don't want to know what the hell the the uh, the pronunciation is of it. And okay. um, so we get it right when we're doing this because what the bottom line comes down to is uh, one of the grant line that makes windows and stuff. Uh, I heard they're going out of business. That's like the the new rumor mill thing, I guess. They're they're closing well, they up. It's on their 
Well, it's on their website, you know? So, yeah. but I've been seeing it on the forums. I've been seeing it in Facebook. Everybody's very, you know, no offense. I mean, they, they put in their time and they're, they're moving on. I mean, things happen like that in this hobby. But, um, it, you know, what it comes down to is there's not a lot of companies out there that make strictly windows and, well, they, they made other things as well, but they were yeah. well known for windows and doors. Yeah, but if they're going to be one of the only bigger ones left, I don't. I want to know how to pronounce their name. Right? Yeah, Tyke's the, <laughs> the new. Big, they've been the big boy on the block, but now they're going to be one of the only big boys on the block when it comes to Windows. Because so we just you know, we want to know uh, you it? how do you pronounce okay. it? Yeah, I want to how it's pronounced. But bottom line, what it comes to is your all your kit manufacturers out there for the most part, more or less. They're ordering from those places. That's fine. They have to get the damn windows somewhere where we get them. Okay, but then, um, you know, when I when I look at a building, when I'm going to design it, I look at it and I, okay, well, this is six panes. This has four panes. This has eight panes. Uh, I'll know by looking at it. And I go to uh, Tyke's, uh, Tyke Train Group website and look up. You know, which ones they have available, they have, you can actually see them and, you know, match up what matches the best for you, uh, for your photos, uh, or what's in your mind. And then, you know, you can either order from them directly, or you can order from other dealers that sell their stuff. Um, there's places you can order them on, on, um, on, um, sorry. A lot of places Uh, carry them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You get them on eBay. So, you know, know, shop around for your best price. A lot of times your best price from them is direct from them. They have a, they actually have very good prices. Okay. But, um, you know, so then I'll figure out the windows I want. And for me, now I have one of those boxes I ordered from, from them and it's called, let me pull it down here. Windows, doors, and parts, 200-piece assortment. And it has all these different types of windows, different size panes, 200 different pieces. So I have two boxes of them. So I now have 400 windows and doors. So obviously, I'm going to be doing a lot of scratch building. But, um, you know, uh, I'm making some – what you asked what I'm making, I'm making some smaller seaside structures, maybe a boathouse – um, that we can put down along the waterfront of our where yeah. the bay will be, um, and I want to do some small, small waterfront structures. You know, maybe a footprint of uh, two, three inches by two, three or four inches. You know, um, just some small shack type places and things along the waterfront that you can put. Maybe some of them on the on the actual land, and some of them can go out onto the water. Right. I don't know. I'm kicking that around, but but that's what I'm going to be working on. And you know, so what do you what do you plan on scratch building? I uh, I really don't know. I was kind of poking around on Pinterest uh, just now, looking at old like factory photos and old I don't know, just old mm-hmm. photos of buildings. But my my methodology for scratch building is a little bit uh, I don't know. It seems like it's a little bit unorthodox. I really. The last two I did, I really didn't, I don't know. I didn't spend a lot of time being accurate to build a prototype of a building. I kind of just like, I just wing it. <laughs> I right. I don't know. I, I I see something in my head and I'm, I think that's, that's doable. That's cool. And I can, I could probably throw that together. And then I just, 
sit down and I just start cutting. I don't even draw it. I just cut wood out and it, it all comes <laughs> together in my head. I kind of so, draw it out. Yeah. So, you know, you know but, me, I'm not a very uh, organized, uh, not, not, that I'm, not that I'm or- unorganized. I'm not a very planned out kind of guy. I'm, a, I'm definitely a wing it personality. Yeah. Well, I, I know that. But, I mean, and that's cool. And I, and I am actually looking at. I am actually looking at. Uh, and, I, and I said I don't do a lot of prototype buildings. I'm looking at a building on Pinterest right now, and I, I just shared it to our Facebook page, so it, it'll be up there by the time you listen to it. Of a building, it's like a street yeah. corner building. I think I kind of want to mimic this one. It, it just it's covered in posters. It's a six story building. It's covered in posters. I have no idea what this building even is, but uh, get on our Facebook page. I shared it. See if anyone has any information mm-hmm. about it. It's a cool. It's just a cool city building. So I think that's going to be my next scratch build. Yeah, and like I said, with with mine, it's going to be some small thing down along the, the pictures I took. I'm probably going to combine a couple, uh, the two build two of the smaller buildings together and make an unusual structure. And that's the thing. Anybody can make these things. I mean, um, when I when I go to yeah. pick out the windows for my for my structure and doors, I'll go to Tiki Train Group. Uh, on their website, Tiki or Tiki, 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 and I'll go there and I'll, uh, you know, they'll have a photo of the actual window, and you pick the one you want. And like I said earlier, you you'll have um, next to it, it'll say the dimensions of the opening that you'll need to have to fit that window, which is awesome. It's a huge. It's a huge help for us modelers. Whoever designed that website did an amazing job by putting that right. information a in there. Inf- a lot of info. Yeah, it's it's great. So I take and I jot down the windows that I'm going to order, order them, write down the for each one of those the dimensions and holes I want to cut. I'll cut them. Uh, I'll put them on my template. I'll start cutting the walls before the windows even arrive, and then I will be able when they arrive, I can fit them right in. Works every time like a charm, and you know, and, and that's a huge help for all of us modelers. So kudos to those people for what they do on their website. That's 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 awesome that they do that. But right. you know, that's and what what I do to measure that out because they're in. They put them in the decimals and uh, the measurements, and uh, what I will use is my digital caliper, and it'll you know it'll do that. Uh, in the, in, on the digital caliper, just use that because that's what you'll need to do. And I pick my digital caliper up for like ten bucks or less, twenty uh, percent off much. with your coupon over at Harbor Freight, and um, or they have them everywhere. But they're cheap. It's a cheap one. It works great. It's not. It's it's cheap, but it's not a piece of garbage uh, like some of the other stuff at Harbor Freight I've seen. But um, <laughs> it's uh, and hey, whatever. I'm hey, sorry. That's a nice it's, store. That's a it nice is a, store. It is a cool store. I love you in it, but you know, buyer beware. I mean, you, you know, if if you're gonna buy yourself a, uh, you're gonna buy yourself a power tool. Make no. sure you check it out real good, man. No, everything there is of the best quality. <laughs> everything. Okay. Well, anyways, um, I use the, the caliper. It's real nice. I got a dead accurate uh, opening on my on my templates. Um, it's great that way, and um, I like to use my 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 HO gauge rule to measure out the size of the walls and doors, uh, where the doors should be, that type of thing. Um, so um, that's I like to draw mine out, but 
Right. You know, having that window door assortment is a great thing that I picked up and, and did it. But here's the thing, and this is what we what we need to stress right off the bat. If you can build a kit, if you can build a kit and you've built a couple of them, um, then you can do a scratch build. It's the same, you know, it's, it's, it's no different. Once you make your plans for it and design it like you and I will do. Yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, you put now, your bracing on your walls. So you put your. It's a little. I think the toughest part is, uh, and, and I say it's tough. It's just you have to be tedious about it. Is cutting yeah. out the windows and doors. Yes, that, that's yes. really the hardest part. Cutting it's out gotta, the shape. They got to be square. You can't have one crooked, and you know you, you, no. they got to be. They got to look square on your thing. But but cutting out the shapes of the walls, it's easy stuff. It's not that yeah. hard. Yeah, I can a do it. Edge I do and it with a sharp a, blade and a, yeah, a Zacto knife and a and a and something that you can use to keep the wall. You have to use something to keep it square while yeah. you, while you're cutting. Right. But other than that, cutting the shapes out is the easiest part. And cutting the windows out, yeah. You know, we hate windows. We, that's going to be like our motto. We got the fine scale freaks motto, windows. and we also have the we hate windows. <laughs> it's a necessity. But, it's but, an evil. Yeah, necessary evil. Yes, you call it. Yeah, but, but even even cutting out ass. the window holes, the window holes and door holes are they're tedious. They're a little painstaking, but but when you once you're done, it's awesome. You're ready to roll. Yeah, uh, yeah. You have and to then do... once once that's cut out, and you have mm-hmm. that all, you have all the pieces cut out. It's no different than building a kit. A little a little hint on that. I got a tool here. I ordered it oh, from yeah. Micromark. It is now. I don't have it sitting here right now. Your corner it, punch. That's right. It's a it's a corner punch, and you can get them from Micromark. It's not cheap. Um, I it's like thirty. It's bucks. cheaper than buying a kit. Yeah, it's thirty bucks, and you can use it over and over again. It's a it's like a drill bit, and you fit it up into a drill press if you have one. Um, I even have right now. I have this Dremel drill press. Uh, it's a Dremel workstation. I put my Dremel tool into it. I can fit this into that Dremel, and um, and then I just pull the lever down on it like a drill press right into my wood exactly on the corner, and it cuts perfect corners. And I can do it right. on all four corners, and then just connect the lines with did my exact. Did you knife. use that for the lighthouse? I I, I did not because I okay. at the time I didn't have my. I didn't have this Dremel work to That's, work press workstation. Is that is that what prompted you to get the uh, yes. corner punch? Yes. <laughs> and um, now I have it, and I really am excited to use this thing. But it's like I said, that thing's thirty two bucks there. I think is what I paid thirty thirty two dollars somewhere in there. It's gonna last forever. And right. um, you know now I'll pay thirty two dollars for the for the hassle of not having to screw around with corners and my exacto <laughs> knife and getting the exact square corners. Yeah. Um, well, and once you make a couple kits, it, it I mean, not kits. Once you make a couple yeah, scratch built buildings, it, it starts to pay for itself anyways. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, that's another way to do it. Now I'm not recommending that everybody has to do that. I mean, there's a lot of people no, who want to spend that money. I, You're, I, you I don't build do a it. bunch of scratch. I, bun- I built a bunch of scratch built buildings and all, all I use is a, uh, a Zacto blade that has, right. Not the not the pointy, you know, not the real pointy one, but I use the, I don't know what it's shaped like. Let me look at it. Uh, if I put, like, it? It's if got, I put together a building, go ahead. It looks like a Zacto blade 
but it's only half of the width of the length of the pointy one. If right. that makes any sense, that probably no, no, makes no you... sense. But but it it's almost square, but it's at a tiny angle. But right. it's 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 enough for me to cut a corner. Oh, okay. Uh, but I just use that, and most people could probably get by on that. Right, and you know, like I said, I had this tool. I I'm not going to use it on a building where I got cut three or four windows. Okay, but if I got a nah. If I got, I'm not going to go to all the trouble hooking all that crap up to my drawer press for for <laughs> to punch three or, three two windows. or three windows on the side of a building, okay, a little tiny shack, okay. But if I got a building where I'm putting in, you know, 20, 40 windows, well, you bet your ass I'm using that, that tool that, I just bought, you know. That sounds like a nightmare. Oh, my gosh, yeah, absolutely. Four, 40 windows, please. I, yeah. I quit the hobby. <laughs> but, <laughs> So, but your assembly is the same. And so, so if you're scratch building, you can do it. Any building you want and you see out there, do you want to make? There's no reason why you can't make it. There's brick sheeting um, that you can get in styrene. There's even companies out there now making brick sheeting in in you know I, uh, laser cut wood. In wood. And, I, I actually like that better. I think it takes uh, the paint better than the styrene. I'm sure it does. But I'm saying if you if that's out you want to go, you have options. And you, you can go, a, yeah. You don't have to go with clapboard siding for every building. You know, you're gonna want to mix it up. You're gonna want to do some brick buildings, and so they even have they even have styrene out there or hydrocol walls and things like that that have stone cut um, for you know, you know natural or, or cut stone. And, um, you know, there's all kinds of different materials. Use them and attach them to walls. Uh, You can even put them on the back of cardstock for extra extra support. And um, um, brace them like you do any other wall on a kit. Uh, The the assembly is the same as a kit. If you can build kits, because, you know, after you build two, three, four kits, after a while, they all start building the same way. They build the same way. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Everybody knows that. The kit manufacturers right. know that, you know. And as you get better and better and more experience, it's the at same it, concept. Yes, and as you get more experience and better at it, you know, it's going to come naturally. That's how you're going to build. That's how you've been building, and right. and it works. It's it's a it's a great step. I mean, if you look at the directions on these kits that you get, they're they're all. They're all. I mean, we talked about that before. There's some poorly written ones, and there's some excellent written ones. But bottom line is they're assembled relatively the same. You know, right? I mean, there's different techniques and steps that each yeah, one what, will have. What, once but, you once you've done a few kits, you get the basic concepts of building right. any building, and you can start scratch building. And this, most of our listeners, this, is, this probably isn't new news. No, but. You know, I hope one or two people out there it helps because it's you know it's something I I personally enjoy scratch building much better than a kit. Not that I don't like kits, I just did an awesome kit. I love it because then yeah. I don't have to do all the work of cutting all those damn windows out. Right. So, <laughs> but uh, I like I do love doing kits as well. But I just I I really get all I get very excited about scratch building. Yeah, and so, you know, and we're it, just trying it's to cool. we're just trying to help the people, the one or two people out there that might be right. strictly kit builders that 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 are maybe want to do a scratch build and and it's not hard stuff. You you can get you can easily get the clapboard siding, which is mm-hmm. I think if you're going to do a scratch build building for your first scratch yeah. build, I think that I think working with clapboard is probably one of your easier routes. Sure. 
Um, it's just it's a it's a thinner material. It's easy to work with. Styrene can be thicker, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the styrene is a little thicker. I have never really worked with styrene, so I'm not going to give too much advice with no. styrene. Uh, it, in the future, if I need to do uh, block, I'm going to buy block wall, and I don't know. Yeah. I'll figure it well, out. But but even with brick, I'm going to buy woodcut brick from now on, laser cut right. brick. And you'll want to order your 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 trim. I mean, you can get the trim online at, at different manufacturers. Evergreen, I believe, and some of the other yeah. uh, some of the other wood manufacturers that are out there. Uh, that, that you know, you'll find them. Uh, but then you can also you can get them at AC Moore, Michaels, or Hobby Lobby. They have the trim in certain sizes. I mean, you can't always get the super super duper small stuff. Um, no. but you you can you can always cut your luck. own trim. I have I have pretty I have pretty good luck getting lumber like the trim lumber at at Michaels. Yeah, and you know and there's usually, some skill lumber companies out there as well. It's like nineteen cents, I think, and I get it, and I don't have to pay shipping or whatever. Yeah. I can just yeah. go to Michaels, pick it up on my way home, get a few pieces for like two bucks. Yeah, if you're going to go to the expense of, if you're going to go to the extent of scratch building people, put some trim on it. I see models that are scratch built, and there's like no, there's like no corner trim, no, you know, no, no trim along the eaves or around the windows and the door frames. You got to use trim, and and you know what? I've made the mistake of when I was first scratch building, and I had to go back and fix some of my old buildings. Yeah, was uh, I. I wasn't putting trim under the roof. Yeah. Like where the roof meets the wall. Yeah. You got to put, I, I used, I, when I first started making buildings by hand, you know, from scratch, I right. was not putting, I wasn't putting that underneath. And that looked, now that I see it, it they look awful. So I had yeah, to go back and fix peaks. I had to fix my original <laughs> ones. Yeah. Now, you don't necessarily have to do it where it drops down. On the flat no, side of the no, roof. No, no, no. But on the, but on the, but on the sides. Yep. On the gables. Yeah, on the gables. Yeah, you definitely want to do that. And and it looks so much better when you do. Um, but that it, was a mistake I made when I was starting out mm-hmm. scratch building a couple couple years ago. And I, and I, I, you know, if I can help one person, then yeah. uh, I just want to make sure to tell you that. You, you Just make sure you put that. It's it's like 19 cents. Just put the stuff on the, on the gables. Yeah. Yeah, take your time with it, and um, you know you'll you'll get good at scratch building. If you've been building, you people that have been building or scratch building or building kits for years, it's it's going to be nothing for you. And most of you probably maybe you make have us look tried like it. it's, You make us look like uh, like right. we're we're rookies. Well, we kind of right, are. But the cool but thing whatever. about that is, is after you built like how many buildings we probably have on our layout, we've probably built 50, 60 kits or so now. I don't know. Maybe not yeah. that many, but a lot. And you know, after you after you start building them after a while from different manufacturers, you're getting different techniques because you've built so many. You have your own right. techniques that you've come up with and little tips and tricks. And right, you you, 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 figure you just out sit that down the with instructions. You, yeah, you figure out that it's not always. You don't always have to go by the instruction. You can. There's right. little shortcuts you can take and or different methods. And if you're or scratch building, you're doing or you read the instructions from a different kit manufacturer and mm-hmm. you buy a new kit and you're like, well, whoa, why is he telling me to do it that way? I thought yeah. this was easier with the other dude. So, you, you know, you, 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 you adopt new styles. Yeah. And, and they're cool with that. 
You know, they want you to be they able to care. build it how you want to build yeah. it. So the same goes for scratch building. You know, you're going to have your techniques. In fact, you're probably going to combine a bunch of them to get the look that you're looking for. You know, and you're going to say, oh, I, you know, I, I, I know how to do that because I built this kit and I know how to do that because I built this thing. OK, and then you're putting them all together. You're not really even thinking about kits that you built in the past, but they have helped you become a better modeler, you know, just simply by doing different various types. And, um, I, you know, like I said, there's nothing that you can't if you put your mind to it and do it uh, and decide you want to scratch build a building that you see that you'd like. You can do that. I mean, it's it's going to take you some thought. It's going to take you a little patience and time, like anything else. But uh, you could probably do it on the cheap too, for that matter. Um, right. You know, it's you don't necessarily have to make it. It's not going to necessarily be you being cheap about it or buying cheap material. It's ultimately going to cost you less than it does to build a to build a kit in a lot of cases. You know, but. The, the cool thing about it is, and I'm sure Brett's going to tell you the exact same thing, is the satisfaction of being able to look at that and go, you know what? That's mine. I yeah, did that. that's unique to me. I no, one, no one's that. ever built that. Yep. Yep. So, you know, kit building is awesome. The tools and the materials are the same. We went out to we went out for buying roofs because all your roofs more or less are nothing but chipboard. Um, you can, we went out and bought, ordered a stack, like a ream of kit, uh, I'm sorry, uh, um, chipboard. And, um, so we have plenty of chipboard for tons of roofs and, you know, but you can also use the cereal boxes and everything. It's all chipboard, you know, and cut what you need. But, um, right. So, so like I said, the, the material is there. You can get it at craft stores. You can get it online. You can buy it in bulk, and you can make many, many scratch builds out of it if you're working with it. But uh, oh yeah, it's, you ready to move on from scratch building? Actually, I want to. I want to hold on and add one thing. This is really yeah, cool, and I this this is a first. So mid podcast, I posted the um. I posted the picture on our Facebook page of that building that I was telling you that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And David, you know who you are. If you're listening, listen, if you listen to this podcast, David, and it's 24 hours after, you know, whatever the next day after you just messaged me, this is awesome. I think you, you're going to get a kick out of this because I'm giving, I'm giving you a little shout out on our show. David got on our Facebook page commented on the post about the building that I shared and gave us a little bit of information that he believes he found what building it is of the picture I shared, what, like 10 minutes ago. Okay. So David from uh, Rochester, New York said uh, he Googled it, did like a Google image search for it. And he believes that it is times square circa 1900. So it's a little bit older than our time period. Uh huh. Um, but he said, you know, you know, you may have already got that info. Well, guess what, David? We didn't because you're answering us back and forth mid- live on the podcast. I was actually sending him messages back and forth <laughs> as you were talking a minute ago. Uh, but he says, uh, what era do you model? I recall a store about a building here in Rochester, New York, quote unquote modern, that had billboards installed on the outside over the windows. They just took the billboards down. Uh, and then he sent me an article to it. Uh, of a building that looked very similar to the one I shared where they were removing the old billboards from it. So uh-huh. thanks. 
Thanks, David. That, that's pretty cool, that is man. Awesome, that's awesome stuff. And that is like live interaction on the in the middle of a podcast. That's I just think that's pretty cool. That's I love a first it, man. I love when our I love when the listeners for our podcast jump in and not just like live like now, but anytime, man, where they send us messages. We had a couple complaints this week, you know. Yeah, and, well, I don't know if it was a complaint. They weren't bad. They weren't really complaining. No. I just, you know, they were they were chiming in, and that's what we asked them to do last yeah. week. Last week, it wasn't I asked really a complaint. It was just an interaction. Yeah, so, we had some good interaction this week. Um, I, you know, one of the things was uh, the state of the hobby. We were talking about. I didn't get a lot of people talking about the state of the hobby, um, but we, we did have some people get on about about the um, you know hobby shops. And I didn't mean to right. badmouth hobby shops. Don't get me wrong. I go to a couple that are just amazing. Okay. Uh, I love hobby shops. I'd rather go there than have to wait for stuff to come in the mail. Okay. But totally. uh, I was just saying last week that, that, you know, a lot of times I go to places and they don't have the things I want. There's some hobby shops I go to that are very, you know, have very, very little stuff at all. And, and yeah, you know, I, I, after I go there one time, you won't see me back, but, um, and this guy <laughs> chimed in and he explained why some of the people don't have um, so, some hobby shops don't stock certain things that we're looking for. And he's right. The, the scratch building and kit building, the craftsman kit building is a niche in its own. It's it's we are fine scale freaks. We talked about that. But we are a niche where we don't necessarily we, we are doing a hobby, a section of the hobby that isn't done by a wide scale in the ho- a wide variety of people in in the um yeah I mean, we're, in, we're we're doing a niche where where it's not necessarily a lot of people that are doing it the more your hobbyists are your trains and and your track lane and your operations and then we are in our own little niche and it's it's awesome that we are it's um but you know, it, it, so when we go to a hobby shop, they're not going to necessarily have, and this guy is 100% right, they may not have the fire escape that I'm looking for, or the uh, I'm looking for a particular type of windows for a building that I'm going to build. I mean, they only handle a little bit of those things, and then if they need to order them, they will. They don't want to stock up on a million different items where they're going to get stuck with it because... You know, they're, they're, they're carrying stuff that they're not going to move. I get that. There's no sense putting your capital in your business only to have it sit there and collect dust uh, for a couple of years. And then when you finally decide you're going to move on from your hobby shop or you, you know, you sell your business, you got, oh, well, I got all this crap. It never sold because I thought the, the fine scale people were going to buy it. Well, you know, we right. can't always be catered to, and and that, you know, and same with other niches in the hobby. You know, I mean, you might not always get yeah. what you want there, but right you know, there are they, they there have, are some do, awesome they ones. They do have to appeal. They do have to appeal to the masses right. in, in so, you know in some respects because it is a it is a business, and and, right. and we understand. And yep. we weren't trying to badmouth any hobby no. shop at all. No, I think base, the basic message was that we were just kind of hoping that some of the hobby shops would kind of you know just update a little bit and stay with the times and right. and yeah there's some old and, crap and nothing some of bad nothing bad no. there was nothing bad no bad intentions were meant by no. it but at the same time you know there was a lot of truth behind it too sure absolutely in the same respect like i said last week i don't want to drive there if i drive all the way down there and then you tell me you got it you're gonna order it for me on 
on from Walters, I'm just gonna laugh. You know, whether right. you have it or not, because I can go. I'll just go home and order from Walters. I ain't gonna make a second trip right. down that there. Don't, that, I don't hate your hobby I shop. Pay, I just even if I gotta pay six dollars shipping, yeah, I'm gonna do it rather than drive a half an hour one way and half an hour back for me to a hobby shop. Um, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. I'd rather I'll order from Walters myself. I'll pay the shipping and and I'll get it. Yeah, it might cost me a couple right. extra pennies, but I'm gonna make up for it in my gasoline. You know, it's no offense to the hobby shop. It's just, don't, just don't throw that at me. Don't say that, you know, especially when I know the person and they know how far I've traveled, you know. Now, that's also on me for not calling ahead and saying, hey, so-and-so, do you have, do you have, hey, it's me from so-and-so, so, from somewhere. Right. Do you have, do you have this? Because I'm going to make a trip down. If you do, and I'll pick it up. If they say, yeah, that's my fault for not saying Hey, I'm coming. If you totally. have it, if not, you know, can you get it? You know, don't tell me you're going to order from Walters. I'll just say, just say no, I don't have it, and I'll order the damn thing myself. Okay, but because um, if you tell me it's from, you're going to order from Walters, I'm just going to laugh. So um, right. A- anyhow, that's that's it. And no, no offense to Walters, uh, they have good stuff. I got stuff sitting here, and I got to build from Walters. It's just I- I- I'm going to order it myself. You know. So right. Anyhow. That's it on on that for me on the scratch building. Um, yeah. On, on, so so uh, I'm going to jump into the tool. Yeah, do it of the week here. Yeah. So my tool of the week, and if you're on our Instagram or our Facebook, you would have seen it already. Mm-hmm. My tool of the week is let me bring it up. I'm looking at it. It is the I think mine is a this brand. I I found it. I found you actually gave it to me, and I don't know where you even had it from, but. Uh, it is a helping hand with a magnifying glass, and what I was, what it is really is uh, a magnifying glass on a uh, a heavy metal, like a heavy base metal stand uh, with two little shark bite clamps. Yeah, that you can use to hold small parts and while you're working on things. I, I'm sorry, not shark. Alligator. Al- two alligator clips. clips. Yeah. Alligator clips. Sharks and alligators, they're all scary. I don't like them. It's the same animal. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to see either one of them, so it's the same thing. It's, it's, snakes also fall into that category. Snakes, <laughs> spiders, sharks, and alligators, they're all the same. Yes. I don't want them. And, 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 Anyways. And, and doll heads. Okay. And doll heads. Yes. They're all the same thing. It's the same category. No French for so, I don't trust them. I don't want them near my house. So gotcha. anyways, uh, if I find an alligator in my house, I'll burn it down. But anyways, so my tool of the week is, if I, and I actually found the exact one on Amazon. It's $7.89. It's called the uh, Helping Hand with Magnifying Glass. And I think the manufacturer is S.E., uh, the letters S and E, Sam Edward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to put a link to it in the podcast description, and I'm also going to write up a little, a, sh- a very short blog post about it. But that you know, it'll point you guys to where you can get it if you want one. I was using it this week to paint people. I actually painted two people this week, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound like a lot. I know. Well, you only paint two people. They look good, though. But I. But I painted an old an old dude with a cane, which I thought I, I don't know. He just looked really cool. I'm going to put him out front of uh, our blue slipper tavern out front of the bar that I made. Yeah. Uh, Isn't it funny how you paint them and you like, give them personality, and then you then you almost treat them like they're people. 
You know? Yeah. I, while while I'm painting them, I, I, I like make a the, their whole life story in my head. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but I, you like start to care for them or, or, or you start to think about like who this guy is yeah, man, or who this gotta, person is. Yeah. So, so I made that guy. I think um, I'm his name's actually Hank. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't name. I didn't go that far. Our people don't have names. But uh, so I made the guy with the cane. I put him on our Instagram and our Facebook page. But I also painted uh, just a lady. Uh, she's just walking down the street. She has like a little like a summer dress on. Mm-hmm. So I painted her as well. Uh, I did not put a picture of her up, unfortunately. Though I was already tired, yeah. and the next day I was running a I was running that 50k the next day. On Saturday, yeah. So I was already tired. I said, "The hell with it. I'm not. I don't have time to take another picture and be all fancy. I just went to bed." Speaking so, of your 50k, how'd you do? Oh yeah, I. Uh, so as as you guys might know, I run a lot, and I'm training for a hundred miler in November. I'm running a hundred consecutive miles in, in November. One run, yeah, hundred uh, miles. Yeah, point to point, one hundred mile run. Uh, no, no breaks in between. You just keep running, but uh, like Forrest Gump. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I hate that joke. By the way, if you know any runners, don't make Forrest Gump jokes. It's, they don't like it. But anyways, uh, so uh, anyways, the 50k was uh, in a, in a foot of snow because we got this snow up here from that northeast nor'easter, and I ran it in what normally should have been about five hours, five and a half hours. And if you don't know how far 50k is, it's 31 and a half miles. So I ran 31 and a half miles in about a foot of snow. And what should have normally taken me about five and a half hours in norm in dry conditions took me seven hours, but I placed 13th out of uh, 42 people that finished and 42 people finished out of 75 runners that started uh, all the other ones who didn't finish uh, either chose to run a different. So you length, finished thirteenth out of seventy-five length. runners. What's that? You basically finished thirteenth out of seventy-five runners. Right. The other ones just yeah. didn't. They just didn't finish the full length. Yeah. So, but yeah. So that's what I did this weekend. Uh, because other than model railroading, I I run a lot. Yeah. So, uh, that that was that. You you since you made me put a little plug in about my running. Sorry. That's my I, crazy I, I other just, life. Yeah. You, know, you you run. You do extraordinary amounts of running. Uh, and long distance running that a lot of people wouldn't even fathom thinking about. That's why I, I, you know, it's not like you're a marathon runner. You're going to run a hundred miles, which is basically four marathons nonstop. You know, that's impressive. In, in 24 shit. hours. Yeah. So anyhow, so that's your tool, huh? That's cool. Yeah. So my tool is the helping hands and it's got a little, you know, it, I liked it. Yeah. And what I did to paint my peep, what I did to paint my people was a little trick that you kind of showed me was i i took a little bit of um i took a little bit of tacky glue because it dries quicker mm-hmm. and i uh, just put a tiny tiny little dot of tacky glue on each of the each foot of the person i was painting yeah and i put it on the cork i put it on a on a like a wine cork or something that you guys might have and i let that dry for a couple, you know, 30 seconds, a minute. Yeah. And then that guy, the person I was painting was now fastened very lightly to the cork. And then I put a nail in the other side of the cork on the bottom side. Mm-hmm. And I used the alligator clamps to clamp, to hold the nail 
And then the guy sat on top of the cork. So then I was able to paint him on the cork using the alligator clips. Oh, that's and cool. the clips weren't actually, the clips weren't touching the, the person that I was painting yeah. or the figure I was painting. The clips were holding an, the cork up, right. which was a platform to get to paint the person on. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, that was, that was my little tidbit there. Yeah. And they were definitely, I was painting the prizer figures. I wasn't painting your little half size Chinese figures. Oh man. I, you might as well throw them in the freaking trash. <laughs> I'm going to keep oh them. Oh, my God. Those things are crap. We're going to use them for, like, derelicts laying in the alleys and stuff like that. Because they're, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're awful. Those things are awful. They're not even to scale. We can put them in an invalid home or something. I don't know. But um, <laughs> we'll make a... <laughs> one of we'll, the, we'll so make, my tool... We'll, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, we'll make, like, an insane asylum with, like, the reject people and put them in that. Yeah, man. We can do that. We can do that. Um, Anyways, what's your tool? My tool is, huh, I, I kind of already gave you guys some extra tools like the uh, the digital caliper and some other stuff. So this is this is a very essential tool for all model railroaders over the age of twenty one. It is a oh. bottle opener, and uh, oh. it, it's it's a neat one. I can put it on my magnetic bar up here over my over top of my workbench, and I just need to. So and what do you a, do? What do you do? What do you do with that? How do you I open? How's I that open bottles. The model? How's that? What's that? How's Adult that related beverages. to model railroading? Well, I open this bottle of loose cannon. Uh, hops, uh, IPA, loose can hop from, uh, only soda. It's just soda. soda, soda, All we drink is soda. And, um, anyhow, um, yes. And what it does is it it quenches my thirst. And, um, (laughs) this is an essential part of our model rarity. And if you open, if you're young, under 21, you'll need it for opening a bottle of soda. I well actually know they're all twist off tops now. Right. So. Yeah, um, uh, what's that? Stewart's. You can get some Stewart's orange soda. There you go. Some old style yeah, bottles. There you go, go go treat yourself to some of the the the, the glass bottle things, you know. Um, but uh, an old sodas. school Coca Cola. That's right. So anyhow, um, yeah. So my bottle opener is is actually I have used it already. The pointy side that has a can opener part on it, and I've used that to poke holes uh, in things. Um, tri- oh, triangular see, holes. Now it's a multi-use tool. Yes, so you can do that. But that's my my little fun tool for today. I thought I'd give a a non like railroad it. type of purpose. It is a railroad purpose thing. You need to have a bottle opener. You know. Yeah, you gotta have one. Yeah. I actually, I'm I, cool. I'm actually lying. I actually have three of them laying around here in different forms. But uh, yeah, I'm looking at my bench, and I have a yeah. I have a few here. Yeah. Plus, I have I have a whole. You've seen me down here when we're working. Sometimes when I grab, you know, when you have a beverage when you're working, yes. you know, which we right do. Now. Yep. Uh, you've laughed at my means of opening bottles in the past where I'll just grab like a, a pair of pliers and rip one yep, off. Yep. Or uh, <laughs> or I'll tear into one, like just put the, you know, I'll grab like my bolt cutters and snap a. Yeah, and I'm always looking at the top the, of it, making sure I'm not going to cut my lip open on something. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yep, yep. So that's my tool. On that, um, what kind of music you listening today, this week? Oh, I, oh man, me, you're gonna you're gonna have to you go ahead. you're gonna have to run with that first. I got to open up my history on my uh, music list. I wasn't ready. I was I'm listening to Big and Rich, country music, Big and Rich, and then a little rock, um, Papa okay. Roach. 
Cool. Yeah. I'm not ready yet, so uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, prepared. that's okay. Uh, yeah, big and rich was my new thing we this week. So. Oh yeah, that's what I had on actually last night when I was working down here. Uh, after be a little bit before and a little bit after the Capitals game, I was listening to Shine Down. Oh wow! So well, there's nothing wrong with that. So I had some good old Shine Down playing. I think I had some Shine Down playing when you were here last week. Yeah, or, or on Tuesday. So. Shine Down has been on my playlist for the last couple of days, and just I'm really Beats into them right now. Tech nine. But uh, no, don't. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. See, you. I'm just kidding. You. It's fun to listen to one or two songs of that. So. Yeah. Oh no, dozens of songs. But, I listen uh, to every one of them. Anyways, yeah, cool. What so about do you detail have part? A, you got a detail part? My detail part is a. You've it's been actually down here for a while, mm-hmm. and I'm wrapping up. The, that I'm wrapping up a kit you gave me back. Oh my god, that one that's been taken. The welding shop that's been taken forever. Welding's welding. Oh, yeah. it's been taken forever. Anyways, my detail part is going to go with that, and it is a, a bar mills detail part. It is the acetylene tank clusters. Uh huh. So I think you picked one. You picked them up a long time ago. Yeah, but yeah. I think I, I gave them painting, to you. I primed them. They got some black spray paint on them, Sweet. and I'm just going to start brushing the colors of the tanks on here. Nice. Uh, soon. And they are going to go with my now finished Roland's welding shop. Nice. Nice. That'll be so a perfect that's fit. That's my detail part. What well, do you mine got? is on our, on our docks in our, um, in our Harbor. I am putting a jib crane out on the main pier. And what's a jib crane? A, a jib crane is, uh, it's like basically like an L shaped, um, I beam type structure that has uh that you know it it has a it has a chain on it and a, a, a hook and you lift um cargo off of your off of a ship or a or a flatbed car or a truck or whatever but I'm going to use it to lift uh cargo out of the halls of the ships um, and I'm going to, it's the, the maker of it is I'm giving them a lot of lip service this week, but it's Tiki train group. Um, it's five ninety five for one of these. And, um, it's, it's, it's something I've had sitting there for a while, it even comes with a chain, which is awesome. It's actual scale chain. Um, I'm going to be working on that this week. Um, because, I'm going. I actually have two, so I have one for the one that's going to hold the uh, uh, cargo, and then on another pier, I'm going where the bait shop is. Um, I'm going to have another jib crane, and this is a cool thing. I am. I bought a rubber shark. I know ah. it's a it's a small rubber shark. I got it at the craft store, and uh, they came with a whole mess of other rubber. It's it, it's actually painted very well. I mean, a great shark. I mean, it's very detailed. Came with like six other marine life type things. Has a whale that's not to scale. It's it's actually smaller than the damn shark, and um, they, it had a starfish fish that's bigger than the whale. And uh, but the shark is to scale. And so I bought the little packet of these rubber animals, and we're going to use that shark and make it look like an actual shark that was caught, and I'm going to hang it on the hook of the gym crane uh, like they're lifting it, you know? So um, 
Yeah, that's that's my that's small cool. detail part today. That's it, awesome. man. That's all I got. Yeah, that's about it for me. I'm I. Uh, that's it. I got some work to do down here in the basement tonight and tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, the o- the opening day of trout season, which is that's awesome. You're gonna take our grand- my granddaughter down and for her first day yeah. of trout. So with her Barbie fishing rod. So yep. we're gonna take her out to the stream, which is uh, you know. First day of trout season. That's always if you if you've ever experienced that. That's always a fiasco. Yeah. So circus. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people fishing, but it'll be fun. Uh, be uh, great. You know, we'll be out there with her. To, she'll enjoy. She'll enjoy that. <coughs> and uh, that's what's going on this weekend. Cool. I got some some foam. I got to lay down. I got some foam. I got to cut. Yeah. Uh, and then we're gonna get rolling on that. Yeah. Uh, and with that, I think we're gonna. Well, you know, sign off for the week here. Um, yeah. You know, as usual, we love your feedback. Hit us up with all the usuals, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, yada, yada, Patreon, all those things are all there. Uh, our, as usual, our website is alive and kicking again. We went for like a week without blog posts. Uh, I got a blog post I put up last night, which when you're listening will be Wednesday. I put it up. Uh, well, you'll be listening on Friday, but I put the boat post I'll up on Wednesday. I'll be writing one this weekend. I also good. I also put a post up on Sunday or Saturday, I believe. I forget which day it was, and I'll I'll, I'll I should have a post up by Friday when you're listening to this again. And uh, yeah, so we're cranking away the posts again. Love your feedback. Love everything yep. that you guys are doing with us here, and, and uh, that's it. I think also we also got a lot of feedback this past week on our, on the podcast because uh, of your little nipple slip up. So that that might have been uh. why we had so much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, you're never gonna live that. One of the things you're never that we're gonna debating, live that one down. One of the things that we've been. I'm gonna. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. What's that? Oh, you go ahead, man. I'm gonna turn that into a sound bite, and we're gonna just randomly oh, pop that no. in on the podcast. Oh yeah, uh, it's gonna it's gonna creep its way back into the podcast here soon. So, well, one one of the things that I want to talk about, maybe uh, let's get your feedback on something before before next week's podcast. Um, how many of you may be interested if we decide we're going to run a model contest, a model photo contest, uh, through HSKO Customs and Bench Time? And, um, you know, if you're interested in something like that, hit us up, say, Hey, yeah, I'm all about a model contest. We want to see if it's worth our while to put one together and, uh, maybe we'll yeah. do that. So I think I'll be yeah, kind of fun. We'll, uh, be fun we'll to judge some, some models. Hmm. I was gonna say we'll come up with some kind of prize. We don't know what it is. Yeah, yet. we'll it's, come up with some. Whatever. Yeah, it'll be neat. We might uh, we might throw together some. I just want to know the feedback here. if there's enough interest out there. So let us know if you're interested in jumping into a model contest. Something you'd like to you know put your put in put yourself into. Uh, that's that'd be great. Um, you know we want to we want to uh, see what you guys have and get some participation going on here. So right, you got it. Totally. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Let us know about the model, right? Let us know about the contest. I think that's something we talked about before you and I together. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Sounds like, sounds like a plan. That's good stuff, guys. So we are going to log off for the week. A happy and Easter. Hope you enjoyed, hope you enjoyed episode yep. 13. Yeah. It's Easter time because I can smell your mom right now has some, I think she's making pickled eggs. I can smell the damn beets. Wafe, oh, yeah. The smell wafting that's up my- here. It's kind of annoying. And um, you know I'll I don't eat like, like them. a dozen of them. Ugh, I got the chills. Okay, 
This give you good gas too. Well, anyways, all right, guys. You got it. Happy Easter, happy Passover, happy whatever you got going on. Enjoy your weekend.